What's going on, guys, and welcome to the season finale of the Drafts and Drafts podcast. That's right. This is the final episode of season one of Drafts and Drafts with Timmy McBee and Adam E. I am your host, Timmy McBits, and we've got an incredibly special and super fun episode planned for you tonight. I'm here with my co-host, my longtime friend. He's uh, he's often number three in the voting, but he's always number one in your hearts. It's Mr. Adam E. Adam, how are you feeling tonight? Feeling okay. Um, yeah, don't don't know how much I like that intro, but I'll I'll take it. How, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. I'm good. I, I'm excited. Um, you know, we got uh, we got some pretty fun and pretty special plan tonight. It's going to be uh, a fun look back on the the past, you know, nineteen episodes. This is episode twenty of season one, so we got a lot of past material that we've worked through. We've had a lot of great guests and a lot of a lot of fun times. And so we got some we got some good reflections and some good uh, some good stats and some you know funny things to think about. Uh, so no, I'm giving you a hard time with the with the number three in the voting. I mean, listen, I don't think you necessarily finished out the last few weeks of the season the way that you wanted to, but uh, you got a chance at redemption here tonight. I mean, are you uh, are you feeling like you can come in, clean up the season finale and walk away with, you know, going into next year feeling good? I, I think it only hurts because it's true uh, <laughs> for this week. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, expectations low, hopes high. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Are, are you feeling like you're going to do pretty well this week? Listen, I, this is going to be an interesting one. We, uh, you and I are up against a bit of a challenge here. So this is this is the, the last episode of the season, as I said. You know, after this, we're, we're taking a few weeks off and we're going to return in a month or two. Uh, but what we've done is we've uh, we brought in some serious challengers tonight. And uh, the way the show is going to work is it's in our usual draft format. And we've got we've got six categories uh, that we're going to work through that all kind of reflect on this past season. And we've also got six different guests that are going to be making an appearance tonight and uh, and giving us their input and their vote, their um, their draft picks. And so, Adam, we, yeah, we, I mean, I don't I, I struggle to beat you on a week to week basis. Uh, our guests have done really well this year. I don't know how we're going to do against, you know, six of them. And actually, in fact, it's going to be seven because we got a pair coming in. But, uh, you know, this is a big mountain to overcome here. If there's one topic we should be experts in is this draft. So you would um, I, I mean, that's the thing, right, is you would think that this is this is the one that that we would be prepared for and that we would uh, we would be ready to go. So, yeah, yeah we've done a lot. It's, it's been fun looking back for sure. It's been fun looking back. Um, and so we do want to thank, you know, we want to thank everybody that's coming on tonight. And we do want to thank we got producer Steve working in the background. So uh, Steve, uh, he is going to be one of our, our guest appearances, but he's also helping run and coordinate the show. Uh, so thank you, producer Steve. We very much appreciate that. Uh, so, Adam, what do we got on deck for our categories for tonight's show? Yeah, so the topic is things from season one. So all the picks that are made have to be. Picks previously made in season one. Um, so the six categories are what were you thinking? Franchise pick, most pandering, weakest link, most off the board, and the most underrated draft week. I think a few of those probably need some more explanation. So I'll start with what were you thinking? That's just straight up the worst pick. What do you think the worst pick was? Uh, franchise pick is a pick that single-handedly won someone a week most pandering pretty self-explanatory the, the pick that was the most pandering uh weakest link 
is a pick that single-handedly lost someone a week. Most off the board, that's the most random one. And most underrated draft week, so that goes to someone who lost a week but potentially should have won. Yeah, and I, it's going to be fun to kind of weave through those. And, you know, for in terms of specific rules, um, it should be noted that we're going to be uh, – the guests are – always going to be picking second they're not going to have to go first so they'll always get at least their second choice there and if there's any overlap we're going to allow duplicate picks you know for the guests if that happens we'll let them repick if it makes sense but that's uh that's the plan is just you know it's going to be hard. listen we might have some we might have some technical bumps we got a lot going on in the background here a lot of coordinate a lot of coordination and uh so we, we're not expecting all the guests to have unique picks there might be a bit of overlapping and yeah we're going to make it work it just you know we're going to do our best to have fun with it and it's going to i'm sure it'll run smoothly uh and that's why uh, that's why we brought in uh, an expert producer so um you know, there won't be an after people, show. To, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. People, t- people typically listen or watch because of our high level of production value and our high professionalism. So that's th- this week might be a bit off. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, I think that's mainly why people watch. Right. I mean, that's let's be honest yeah. here. That's uh, that's what we got going for us. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, you know, there's not going to be an after show tonight. It's just going to be um it's just going to be this one regular show it might run a little bit longer than normal but no after show and before we before we get into it i mean i think we should we should look back on the results even from last week because we still got to hit into to debbie's appearance on last week's show so adam how did uh, how did things go in last week's episode and third place like you kind of poked fun of me before previously adamy with 17 percent of the vote second place timmy with 39 percent of the vote and in first place, Debbie Grimes and Elon Musk with 44% of the vote. So congratulations, Debbie. Well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, he had some some interesting picks, but they they went pretty well. And obviously, you know, it takes the W with a solid 40-plus uh, solid percent. So, uh, you know, good way for the guests to round out the week. Uh, and, you know, I think there's a couple fun stats that we can look at from, from the year. And, I, you know, we, of course, have our own D&D advanced analytics team here. And uh, these, these, listen, they've been working hard. They've been working, uh, they've been doing overtime here. So we got a couple of recap stats that they've submitted to us that they'd like us to present. Uh, so Adam, how did, uh, I got to ask, I mean, a key question that we faced a lot is, does Tails always fail or, or what's the situation here? Um, no, it's Tails never fails and Tails never fails 47.37% of the time. So so I think the total amount was maybe, maybe that's a double negative that messed up, but we'll see. Um, so final count heads was uh, 52.63%. Tails was 47%. Uh, it was uh, 10 weeks of heads, nine weeks of tails. So tonight could make it 50, 50 yeah. regression to the mean. Here's hoping for it. Yeah. It's, it's well, been, got- it's been close. Uh, you know, this is our, this is our, our advanced analytics graph that our team has prepared that they wanted to, to share. So, you know, you'll see a fair amount of fluctuation, but, uh, you know, overall, obviously, nine ten, very close. Uh, so we'll see. Tonight's a, we still got a coin flip. Let we'll see if we can even it out. Um, I, I want Adam. I don't want to say your theory is flawed, but it's not. I mean, it's not a hundred percent of the time. So it, it clearly has to fail every now and then at the minimum. But uh, at least you've stuck to it. That's what's about. You know, you you you've stuck with what was important to you. So I appreciate that. Um, in terms of the winner stats, I think this is an interesting one to think about. So. You know, we had 19 weeks, obviously 19 winners. Uh, we can confirm that the guests were the uh, leading 
performers this season. So there was eight total guest wins out of 19 weeks, and that included Kitty Cat, Lisa, Catherine from America, Natalie, Christy, BJ, Rosie, and Debbie, our most recent guest. So eight guest champions. Uh, I think we'll we'll hear from a couple of them tonight. Uh, in second place was yours truly, Timmy McBee, with seven total wins. And in third place, uh, a little farther behind, was Mr. Anime with four wins. And a couple interesting notes on the four wins. Two of the four came in the first three weeks, so you got off to a really hot start. Uh, but only one win in the last 12 weeks, Adam. I mean, that's uh, it's been tough. It's been a, a challenge. I started hot, uh, didn't really stay hot, and didn't finish hot. So uh, maybe next season I'll, I'll rethink the strategy, but this season uh, I guess it just didn't work out. But Adam, I think we do have an interesting stat. Even though you've only won four times, I think you, you were really good performance numbers in the average voting percentage. So what, what happened there? Yeah, for the average vote, uh, the guests on average received 36% of the vote. Uh, Timmy on average received 35.84% of the vote. And Adamy received 35.79% of the vote. So, so the guests, Timmy and Adam, were all within 0.21% of their average vote. And Timmy was 0.05% higher than me. So even though it feels I great. Yeah. feels great, yeah, <laughs> even though I had three more wins, you want you did week to week on average better. And I know if anybody's actually keeping track, that adds up to north of 100. But that's because we had four episodes of just Adam and myself. So there was more room to play with there. But overall, obviously, it was very close. Uh, it seems like I'm either super high or I'm super low. Adam's just steadily, you know, holding around the, the 30 something percent, uh, you know, always second day. I don't know. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. But that's OK. Um, and there were a few a few performances that were notable. Number one, the worst overall performance of season one was yours truly in week six with only 12 percent of the vote. And the worst guest performance was our very own producer, Steve, 14 percent of the good guy vote. So, uh, you know, we give two of uh, two of the lowest performers that are going to be on the show tonight. So a bit of a chance for a redemption. Um, and so, you know, with that in mind, some important stats, I think, you know, some of you uh, may have seen. And if you haven't and if you're listening to this, make sure you go check it out live on our Instagram page. Uh, we have a, a great little recap video. And for those that didn't see it, you know, we're just going to uh, share it with you tonight. So here we go. Check it out. All right, guys, welcome back. That was the recap for those of you that are watching live. If you're listening, make sure you check it out on our Instagram page. Uh, and so. We built it up, spent enough time talking about it. It's time we get into it. All right. So, of course, as we always do, last episode of the year, we got it, or last episode of the season, I should say, we got to get into the, the other draft of the evening. And so, Adam, I'm going to start with you. What do you got going on for your season finale draft? Yeah, today I'm going with something from uh, Sierra Nevada. Um, it's their summer break session hazy IPA. Um, it's. Uh, Hop notes of mango and passion fruit with smooth malt flavor. Uh, interesting note, uh, six types of hops. So that's the most I've had all year. So this has to be a guaranteed win. But we'll, we'll see. You're bringing in the big guns. Yeah, I'm not messing around. Six, six hops. I mean, you could call that excessive. I'm not going to. I think, listen, I think it's a good... You, you started well at the beginning of the season. We were talking about how many hops and you're like, let's go. Let's let's double it. Let's triple it. Let's get it up there. Uh, six hops. 
six hops is a lot of hops. That's for sure. Um, I actually got something that Adam was kind enough to he shipped to me uh, to try out. So it's just I know it's going to be backwards for those that are watching live. It's just called beer. And this is by Radical Road, uh, which is located here in Toronto. And, you know, the description says sometimes you just want a beer and uh, it's the ideal beer for times when you want a simple, easygoing craft beer with no thought required. No details needed, less thinking, more drinking. So Radical Roads beer, uh, you know, I've had a sip. It's pretty good. And, you know, obviously this show is largely about beer. So I thought what better beer to go with than, uh, you know, a local craft literal beer. So, uh, you know, I figured that would be a, a solid way to go. Uh, and so with that, we're going to we're going to go over to the coin flip, the last coin flip of the season, Adam. I don't. Are we going to stick to it? Are you going to change it now? Or are you going to? What are you going to do here? Flip it. We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to call it in the air then. Yeah. Okay. Tails never fails. It is tails. It is <sighs> tails. Okay. Fifty-fifty. Oh, so yeah. Fifty-fifty start. I'm not a fan of that one. Um, all right, producer Steve. Can we bring our first guest into our show? And here we go. This, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our first guest of the evening. He uh, he was our week 11 guest. Uh, he drafted a villain all-star team with Adam and myself. Uh, he had a bit of a rough stretch. He finished third that week, but he's here to make redemption. It is Tito. Tito, how are you doing this evening? Gentlemen, 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 it's great to be back. I'm wonderful. Hope you're both well. We, uh, we're, we're very happy to have you on. We're very excited to have you on. Um, you know, Tito, listen, I heard Adam talking earlier and he just said, I want like an easy opponent to start. I want to ease into it. I mean, how do you feel about Lies. that trash talk? Lies. I mean, that's fair, but like Steve is producing, so it's kind of mean to say that about him. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah you're right but steve's steve's our silent partner so that's okay we can we can say that um but we uh our, our first topic tonight is a category that we like to call what were you thinking and of course what were you thinking essentially we're looking back at the season's picks and it is literally what were you thinking uh adam you have your choice Tito's going to go second. You may go first or third, and we're going to snake from there, you and I. So are you going to start the round off in number one or number three? I'm going to go first. You're going to go first overall. Okay. I am, yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. And what are you... Uh, yeah, what are you going to start with here? Yeah, I'm going to go with... Uh, there, there's a clear number one here, in my opinion, <laughs> and it's from episode two. Very early on in the show, um... And it set a precedent for how bad a pick can be. And we had to pick something that flies. And for your pick, Timmy, you picked the rare green jay, which is simply a green blue jay. It's, it's terrible. If you're going to a zoo, I don't know who that attracts other than the birdwatching community. I hated it at the time. To this day, still hate it. So uh, first overall, we're going with worst pick. Green Jay. Tito, were you expecting this to be taken first overall? Absolutely. That's not even the best bird in Toronto, the Blue Jay. You picked the damn Chroma variant of like the worst bird in Toronto. Uh, Clear front runner for the worst. 
Yeah, as soon as I lost the coin flip, I knew that I lost the green jay. Uh, I thought, hey, you know, at least if I could use it to my advantage, it would be a nice recovery after uh, a rough start to our season. And it has now been used against me twice. So uh, I am extra regretting that selection. I think it's uh, I think it's definitely a top three. What were you thinking pick this week? I think, Adam, you were off to a very hot start. I'm, I'm happy to get it here. Happy. Happy to take it first overall. All right. I have to imagine Tito was kind of planning that this may go first. And uh, as he's one of the early ones, he probably only has a couple picks here. So, Tito. That is correct. What are you going to do it. to counter? If only you had nailed any of the picks in episode two. No, no. Then I would have had so much material. Uh. Maybe you were going and just trying to get your sea legs or something, Timmy, because in episode two, while drafting a zoo, you also had to draft a water animal. We're going to ignore the blue whale pick here, and we're going to go with the glass frog. So number one, glass frogs are mostly arboreal. So they live in the trees most of the time. They're not even really a water animal. Irregardless of the fact you have all of the sharks ever, you got narwhals with that little pointy stick on their head. They're pretty cool. You picked a dude that's kind of see-through and sits on a tree looking see-through. Woo! You got it. <laughs> I'm, I'm confident that, that that's more research than Timmy did when he picked last <laughs> So Timmy could have Googled water and come up with three better picks than yeah. he did. Narwhal would have been a great pick too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm really. I'm really displeased. I was really hoping to get one of those picks, so at least I could walk away feeling good about this. I don't even have a pick that I like after those two. I think those were the clear one-two front runners for worst picks of the year. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this is an unfortunate time for me to get the third pick. This is going to be a hard recovery. Uh, I, I. I think you're correct. Uh, I think I made it easy. Um, I, I still think about that draft, and I, I honestly don't know what I was thinking. I went in there feeling relatively confident, and I have been paying for it for the last 19 weeks. So, okay, yeah, I think uh, I think those are the best two choices. Um, I think there was some. I think there was some other picks on the board uh, that you know. Are, are available in terms of in terms of bad quality and there was a few what were you thinkings i don't think any of them reach as far as the green jay or the glass frog so i'm not going to sit there but pretend it's the number one but this one this one kind of bothered me because it it frankly made no sense to me whatsoever uh and this is actually adam's pick and this is adam's pick from the tv characters for real life and we had to draft a rival and adam chose as his rival for in real life a 10 year old child he chose jake harper from two and a half men and i asked him at the time like what are you thinking and he said well i can just physically dominate this child and i said of course you can he's 10 like what are you talking and and of all the people that he could have gone with he literally chose to bully a kid so in terms of what were you thinking picks i i gotta put jake harper as as adam's rival at the at near the top of my list maybe it's not green frog maybe it's not uh, glass frog or green jay but it's up there i'll, I'll let uh, tito take the phone first hey you ever bullied a kid <laughs> not as an adult no well it makes you feel a little good 
I kind of get it. <laughs> that's, that's this is this, this is not acceptable. What? No, we can't. I, Go ahead. I, th- I think having I, not necessarily bullying. I'm just competing against him in various competitions. I stand behind that pick. I want to dominate my rival physically and mentally. I can dominate him because he's labeled as a dim-witted buffoon. That's what the show wrote him as. I think I could uh, I could win against him at anything. So I'm. I stand by that pick. I'm fine with it. Yeah. At the same time, a lot of people would, you know, choose a rival that would give them a run for the money, like a little bit, so they feel better in victory. So I'm not sure if if you did that, then great, great pick, absolutely. Uh, if you aimed low, I mean, maybe aim a little higher. Yeah, I don't like. I don't want to get too, you know, dark or philosophical. But what does it say about Adam's personality? Then it says, "Who do you want to? Who would you want to challenge you on a daily basis?" And he says, "I want to." I want to dominate and make a child's life terrible. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that's not a great, that's not a great scene. But anyways, maybe he's just trying to stay young at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or maybe that's who he saw as his equal, but listen, I had to reach, I had to reach. Um, I think, uh, you know, and, and chat is coming up with uh, chats coming up with a few comments saying like, Hey, don't take it easy on the guests. And listen, we're not, there's some guest picks that are up here for sure. Um, we got, we got five more categories to go you know some of them are definitely negative related so don't worry we may we may get into it but uh i think i think you guys picked a clear one too i had to kind of scramble for a third it is what it is i'll get first pick next round so it's all good but uh uh tito we want to say thank you so much for the support this year uh we we loved having you on in week 11 we love having you on tonight uh we appreciate you watching and uh and voting although i notice you don't really vote for me that often but that's okay and uh you know Thanks for thanks for uh, thank you for coming on. Absolutely, boys. Happy to come on here and bring things down there for that beautiful feel good montage. <laughs> All righty, guys, that thanks, wraps man. up category one. What were you thinking? Uh, so, producer Steve, can we bring in our second guest for the evening? And here we go. All righty. So we have on our show. And give me one second here. We have on our show the week six champion. 53% of the vote won one of the highest vote totals for a guest appearance. She previously drafted under the category of Olympic things. As I said, first place winner, it's Lisa. Lisa, how are you doing tonight? Hello, 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 boys. I'm doing fantastic. I am sitting here. You can't see me, but I'm proudly wearing my, my gold medal. You're wearing your gold medal. <laughs> you better believe it. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. Um, you know, listen, I, you're, I, I wasn't sure that we bought gold medals for our guest champions, but I, I guess we splurged on that. Or did you buy for yourself? Oh, no, I made it myself. I came uh, prepared. Okay. Yeah. OK, um, I you know how uh, listen, you, you came in here, you dropped 53 percent solid domination. Do you think that you can bring that same level of energy, that same level of dominance to your category tonight? I hope so. Um, not feeling as confident, but but we're going to we're going to power through. We're okay. going to do this thing. All right. And so Lisa's category tonight, this is called franchise pick, which, you know, as we said, essentially franchise pick refers to what we view to be the, the best overall pick of the year or the pick that we think will won somebody a draft by itself. So it is, uh, you know, in sports colloquial terms, a franchise defining selection. 
Um, Lisa, how did you feel when you were trying to find picks for this? Do you think you had a lot of options? Do you think it was narrower than you thought? You know, or like, how's your list looking? Um, I was kind of wishing to have the what were you thinking? Um, a little bit jealous of, of Tito because I had a pretty long list for for that category. Um, not as long as a list for this one. Not that all the picks this season, they were they were great. They weren't bad. It was a lot of the drafts were, were pretty even. So in my opinion, to find one kind of standout that just completely won the draft in one week was pretty difficult to do. Adam, did you did you feel it was easy or more hard, more difficult than you thought to come up with uh, picks for this one? Uh, I think there are probably two that stand out the most. Um, so we'll see if they get taken before I can go. All right. Well, I uh, I got thankfully after that uh, uh, performance in round one, uh, I have first pick here. This is a tough one. I, I think this was the hardest one for me out of the six categories because I, you know, I don't know if there's anyone that that stood out to me as by far the best answer on the board. There's a lot of really good answers out there, but it was tough to find one that was like defining for me. Um, but personally, you know, I think, and this was questionable at the time, but I still think it is the best answer. Uh, and Adam's face might be saying that I'm taking it, but this was. The hot guy things category. This was Nat's pick, and she took British accent for the hot guy accessory, as we want to call it. Um, Let's be honest, that entire episode, all we talked about was British accents and and British men in terms of they were frequent appearances on our Hawkeye list selections. Uh, Obviously, my whole draft categories, for the most part, was surrounded around British men. Uh, I think it was a clear cut as soon as it was picked, Adam and I looked at each other and said, I wish we thought of that. And uh, so I think in terms of a, in terms of a, you know, she won the week number one and I think she really solidified it with that selection. So I'm going to go with the, the British accent. I was, I was team veto there, but I think uh chat heavily disagreed with us. <laughs> well, well uh, yeah, I think, I think that's a great pick and compared to the other options that were picked, it's by far number one. So that was that was one of my top two. We'll, we'll see if the other one gets taken. But uh, I thought I was kind of being unique, yeah, unique with my uh, my draft board here. But turns out not at all. So was that up? Th- was that up there on your list? That was that was number one. Yeah. All right. That makes me feel good. Oh. That makes me feel good. Lisa, what do you think about that pick? Um, I it wasn't on my list. I think it's a good pick. Um, I'm not surprised you picked that, Ryan, considering your love of the Spice Girls and all. So, um, yeah, no, I, I, it was a good pick and and not surprising pick from you. Okay, well, I'm assuming then you didn't have it on your, like at the top of your board. So it sounds like things are wide open for you. So you have everything out there. The the world is your oyster. What is your selection for the best franchise pick? All right, so I am doing kind of a, a really late game changer here. Um, considering how the last round just went, I'm going to take a bit of a detour. And I'm going to go with the uh, the week where you all selected your dream home. And I'm going to go with the standard item category. And Timmy won that week with an infinity pool as his totally standard run-of-the-mill item for his dream house (laughs) so i think that was 
I was definitely a McBitty in the chat, <laughs> letting letting him get that and not get the veto. But in reality, I think that was a clear veto. Um, it, so for reference, it, uh, Adam had picked um, an oversized kitchen island and Lara, the, the guest, picked a large deck. And to me, I mean, you just cannot compare those three standard, very, very standard items. Um, I rewatched that episode. Uh, Adam wanted the veto. So, <laughs> Adam, I apologize that uh, the chat wasn't pulling your way that night. Yeah, that's, um, that's back to back things <laughs> I wanted to veto. This category has completely changed instead of like single pick winner, things Adam wanted to veto. So. <laughs> wow. um, so, yeah, I mean, t- to me, that was that was a, a grand slam for for Timmy there. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know how I stunk that one through. Um, you know, chat. Christy makes a good point in chat saying, hey, it's it, it's kind of standard in Hawaii. It could be more standard in Hawaii, you know, which is where my my dream home was located. Um, yeah, I got I, I, I put we talked about it in the pre-show call. I remember And I was like, how far can I push this standard item? You know, do do we know people that have this? Uh, I know a single family that has an infinity pool. I don't think it's standard, but you you guys let it go. So, Lisa, uh, I mean, I'm always going to be biased towards people thinking my picks were good. So I I think that was a I think that was a great selection. Adam, it's going to be hard to argue that one. I'd I'd put an asterisk on that win. Uh, Maybe (laughs) this draft will just be me putting asterisks on your wins. Um, But I think if I remember correctly, I was arguing a pool is standard. An infinity pool is luxury. Yes. So uh, you, you got one by me there. Um, but yeah, I think it helped you be one of those single picks that won you the draft. So so good pick, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Adam, you got to round this out here. What are you going to do with your franchise selection? Yeah, so I'm going to go with a pick that uh, I remember on the show, this was picked. But immediately after it was picked, I just thought there is zero chance I'm winning this week. So it was just a single pick that I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I can't even, the last picks don't even matter. I think it was picked fourth round and it was uh, the celebrity bartender for our pup. And uh, Kitty Cat picked her father, Brian Rod, as her celebrity bartender. And immediately after, after she picked that, I was like, she automatically wins because everyone who knows that guy is going to vote for him. So, uh, so I think that pick, there's probably other things that contributed to, contributed to her winning, but that pick was definitely a big one. So, uh, I'm going to go with Brian Rod as my single pick winner. She did set the record for the highest percentage of votes by uh, when there was three people in the in the draft so with 58 so you're not wrong uh that supports it lisa you were definitely one of the ones that voted for her how do you feel about that one um that was a a great choice adam um i know mr mr rod quite well and he is a fantastic bartender a little bit of a heavy pour um but (laughs) no complaints here uh always very well uh taken care of at the at the the rod bar yeah, I, I uh, that's an in- I thought about, you know, I did think about that one in terms of how like how it played out. And it did it did solidify. I mean, anybody that that knows him, I think, voted for him. I'm pretty sure I still voted for myself, but but, uh, you know, Oof. I can't. Uh, well, I'm going to be honest here. Come on. I got I, I, <laughs> I got destroyed that week anyways. Um, 
So I, that's interesting. I, I never, you know, I think when we think about the context of what won you the draft, I think you're right. I think that probably did win her the draft. Um, so I think that's uh, I think that's a that's a good choice. And you're also using it to your own advantage now because all those people that voted for it. There's the money. That's a that's a smart that's a smart play and not something I thought about. I'm, I'm sitting here week 20 on that six hop mentality. <laughs> Next level. Let's go. Uh, yeah, that's good. You're off to a great start. You got you got the top top choice in round one and you got a great third pick in round two you're sitting pretty yeah. so maybe your 15 week streak is coming to an end we'll see here <laughs> um, lisa you know we want to say thank you so much for coming on thank you for all your support this season we really appreciate it um you know we loved having you on in your week in the drafting olympic things it was our only sporting related uh draft this year so it was a lot of fun to do uh and uh you know we're, we're looking forward to uh, having you on again in the future so thank you so much Thank one, you, guys. Quick, Can't wait for season two. One uh, quick question for you, Lisa. Who's winning the Euro Cup? Um, you know, my Italian Italian team's doing quite well. Um, still early, though, though, out of me. Okay. So. All right. All right. We'll have right. to see. We'll have to see. I've been watching, though. Don't worry. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Lisa. All right, Producer Steve. We got two. We're moving into category number three. And category three is most pandering pick. And we got a very special guest on for category number three. So let's uh, let's bring her in. Uh, so I think this person, as I, I just mentioned, had the highest percentage of votes as a uh, as a winner in terms of a guest with 58 percent. She was the week four champion. She was drafting in the pub night draft. Uh, it is Kitty Cat. Kitty Cat, how are you doing tonight? Hey guys, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. First, first guest back at it. Nice to have you. I know, right? Started with a bang, hoping to end with a bang as well. Um, I, I do have to say, I was listening, listening quite quietly over in the corner to um, that last round, and I 100% agree with you, Adam. That was an absolutely fire pick. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's setting. He he knew that Kitty Cat was going to be on third. Look at this. You're just you're playing the system so well. Yeah, well done, well done. I mean, I don't know if he's played the system well all season, but uh, certainly getting the hang of it tonight for yeah. sure. Listen, better better late than never. Everybody goes at their own pace, and uh, you know maybe if he pulls out a win in week twenty, he can hold it over everybody's heads until we come back. So, um, so, so this uh, this pick we got. Most pandering pick and most pandering is essentially what pick was made that really just played to the crowd. What were you essentially fishing for votes for? You know, you weren't necessarily make it because you believed in the pick. You just did it because you thought oh, this might actually give me a chance to win. So most pandering pick. Um, Adam, you uh, you got first choice here. So why don't you uh, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, so I went with something that um it just, at the time, it just blew my mind that someone would pick this. Um, not because it's a bad pick, it's because who, of who picked it. And so I, I view a pander as someone making a pick that's not true to themselves. And so this pick, I, I feel like Timmy didn't actually feel the burden of what this entails. And so it was week 14 during the wedding draft. And uh, Timmy chose matching bridesmaid dresses as something that he doesn't want to repeat as a tradition. So I don't know like why he would pick that for himself if he's attending a wedding, a tradition that he doesn't want to be involved in. 
He's never involved in it. He's never involved in it. Like, why did, why, I don't even understand why you have an opinion about this. Right? Like, so, like, you only made that pick to get votes from people who are like, oh, yeah, like, I hate when I have to match my bridesmaid dresses. That's, oh, yeah. Most pandering pick, bridesmaid dresses by Timmy. So. Kitty Cat seems like you agree with that based on your reaction. Um, that was my top, <laughs> my absolute top pick. Um, you were pandering to the McBitties and we we saw right through it, but we loved it even still. So that was well played for sure. I uh, I don't I, I which is it's it's disappointing in myself that my two opponents had this as their top choice and it didn't even come close to making my board. Uh, that is interesting. I listen. What I can't. What am I? How am I going to defend this? Like, it, it, does it affect me? No. Do I think it's a silly tradition? Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, I do think it's a silly tradition. I think it's create. You know, it's expensive. Um, it's unnecessary. It just. I, I just don't think it makes a ton of sense. However, like you're right. I'm never going to probably end up wearing one. So, uh, that's a. That was a good selection. That's an interesting perspective. Not something I thought about. And uh, I, I have to say this is hands down the best draft you've put together thus far. You really you really did bring it for the season finale. So, yes, there's uh, a lot of time left. So, yeah, there is. There is. Uh, yes, Catherine, I did say probably just because, you know, never say never. Um, all right. <laughs> Kitty cat. Your first choice is gone. I assume you got something ready to go here. What is going to be your selection tonight? Well, yeah, I would just like to start by saying that all of my top picks were Timmy's picks. Um, I don't know what that says, but I also kind of saw the pander category the same way that Adam did, where it just it was just kind of items that didn't really speak true to uh, to you. Right. Um, so I am a little bit on the fence now that my top clear winner has been taken away. Um, and listen, this, this might not land well with Timmy, so I'm, I'm ready for the wrath tomorrow. Um, but I'm going to go back to the dream vacation. Um, and our friend Timmy had the choice to make a theme room. And I don't know what we all oh know about Timmy and oh what his ideal God. theme room would be, but... I just don't think Jim is in the books. Um, I think that was a pander. I think it was, you know, if you go to a resort, they have a gym. Uh, everyone kind of likes that on vacation. But I just envisioned more of like a gaming room for you or like a sports room or like Adam's Casino really like spoke to me in terms of something that would have been like your true pick. So you might hate me, but I'm going with the gym. Like, like possibly a golf simulator would be. More oh, my God. Yeah. No, like yeah. and I'm not saying it like can't be fitness. It's just a just a gym. Really? I don't know. I just don't see that being like a theme room that you would love. Yeah. For, for the record, you said you accidentally said dream vacation. It's dream house, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. I just want to clear that up if people. Listen, were... I did some light research. <laughs> okay. OK, well. Wow. Wow. Number one. Number one. My only four picks that I have on the board ready to go are also all of my own. So I, I have enough self-reflection to know that I do frequently pander for votes. And you know what? Seven wins to four speaks for itself. But hey, whatever. Number two, 
did I play any video games today? No. Did I jump on the Peloton? Yes. So, mm, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm listen, I'm clearly not like an exercise fiend by any stretch of the imagination. Anybody that's seen me at any point in my life would probably agree. However, you know, listen, if I was in an environment where you're like frequently outdoors, you're swimming, you're surfing, would I maybe I don't know. You're right. Like, listen, you're right. I, I can't argue it. At the end of the day, if you actually ask me right now, what would you want to do with a room? I mean, just look for those watching live. Look behind me. <laughs> Clearly, it's very clear what I would do with a room. Um, heck, I would definitely do a golf simulator first. So, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, it wouldn't. It, I probably if I only had one room, that would not be the first thing I do with a dream dream home. So. I, I think I, it's also important to note that it was kind of like a flop of a pander. Like, I, I think you thought it was going to land and I actually don't think the crowd loved it. Like, they all didn't want a gym either, you know? So I don't know if that that plays into how good of a pander pick it was, but well, I can it was like say, a missed pander. I can say that I took down 45% of the vote and did win the draft this week. So I, that week, so it did, it did work out to some extent. It was Hawaii. Hawaii was the franchise pick there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that's the, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. Well, I don't actually feel attacked, but I kind of like just a little bit, <laughs> just, just a tiny little bit. Um, so this is a I got I got two picks here that I don't think I believed in either of them when I did them. And I, you know, I definitely did it more for the votes. And and so I, I think I got to go with the third pick. All the way back to I think it was I don't even know which week it was. Um, so I apologize while I scroll all the way back. I was actually week one. I'm going to go all the way back to week one. We did drafting 2000s movies, Dirty Little Secret movie, and I selected with my pick Mean Girls as a Dirty Little Secret movie. At the time, Adam made a very good point that everybody likes the movie. And I agree. I love the movie. It's not a dirty little secret. It's pretty sh like shameless. Like I, everybody likes the movie. It's it's witty. It's well written. Uh, it's timeless for the most part. It's a great movie. It's not a dirty little secret. I just, you know, tried to go with something that people like would be recognizable, that it would get people's votes. Uh, and uh, and I did end up. I believe winning that week. So it kind of worked out for me. Um, if it was actually something that was a dirty little secret, it definitely would have been much less mainstream, much, much less popular across the board. So I think it was a clear, like let's throw down a movie reference that everybody loves and try and get is again, it was week one. We were early. We were just, you know, seeing how the crowd would react. I learned a lot because I won that week and went into week two thinking I was king of the hill and boy, that didn't go well with my zoo. So, you know, you live and you learn, but uh, yeah, I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take Mean Girls. For the record, you made the point that everyone loves it. And I know. you defending it, you said, oh, everyone loves this movie. And I was like, ah, how was that? Yeah. That's exactly uh, how I knew it was pandering. Because the fact that the first thing I said was everybody likes this movie is a clear indication that I knew <laughs> that it wasn't a dirty little secret movie. Yeah. Um, that's the reason I wanted the veto when it came out. I think the veto <laughs> was probably only used like three times this season. Yeah. Successfully. It was suggested a lot more, but... You know, uh, Kitty Cat, what do you think of that? Um, I honestly think I've already said too much tonight. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just going to let that land. <laughs> I... But OK, no, no. You know what? I I never say too much. Um, that was on my list as well. OK, OK. Clear yeah, pander, same. clear pander to the McBitties. I mean, at least you knew your base, right? Yeah, 
Um, I did have a, I mean, I don't want to get it like, like I, I had another one that I, I actually drafted last week entirely at uh, our last guest's recommendation in terms of one of our headliners. And that was my backup pick. So yeah. Uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. Yes. That was my number one. Yeah. That was, that was, it was between, yeah, I probably should have gone yeah. with Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I listen, I clearly locked up all of the top panders this year. So, uh, but listen, Kitty, do I change my strategy if I'm winning? Do I mix it up? Is there is are the listeners too wise to my games? What do I do now? What do I do going into season two? I mean, it, like it seems like it all worked out for you, right? But like, do you feel good about it? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I do. Like at the end of the day, I, every time I get that those voting results, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter how I get there. <laughs> whatever whatever helps sleep at night i think they were all all great picks all generated great conversation um listen i i love them all well i appreciate that um <laughs> I, we we, we want to say of course thank you for uh, for coming on tonight uh and special thank you to supporting the stream and to just you know, obviously for those that are listening and don't know this is my wife that we're having on here she's been very supportive of uh all of my frantic behind the scenes work and fixing our internet and shutting things off and turning things on. And, and, uh, and I bounce ideas. Frankly, I, I had no choice, but to support it. Right. <laughs> my, it was my internet being turned on and off and I just had to ride the wave. Yep. And I've been, <laughs> I bounced draft ideas and uh, I think she's only fallen asleep in two of our episodes, which is, you know, that's saying something. Cause you know, some of them can get pretty slow. So no, I seriously, you know, been... and, and if you know me, I'm a bit of a narcoleptic at night. So Anything past, uh, anything past anything past 9 p.m <laughs> yeah no no we appreciate you having having you on and uh and uh for you joining and uh you, you know what i think you made a great pick you kept your your status as champion going so uh, i think the guests are, are off to a good start so far all right thanks guys all righty thanks producer steve we are on to category number four so can we bring in our next special guest and here we go. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, these are our guests from weeks 10 and week 19. They uh, they drafted a backyard barbecue as well as a music festival. Uh, one of these two finished second with 30% of the vote, and the other is our most recent champion with 44% of the vote. Last week, we have Steph and Debbie on for our How's draft line. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? We are good. We're very excited to have you. Um, I don't know if you've been if you've been following along this far. Adam is off to a very hot start and the guests are also doing quite well. Um, you know, Debbie, how are you feeling after your win last week? Uh, feeling great. Feeling great. Thanks, Timmy. Were you expecting the W? Were you surprised? You know, was it was it like a lock in your mind when you walked away? You know, I thought uh, I thought we were all pretty strong contenders in there. Um, uh, I would like to pipe up and just kind of like steamroll here and say that uh, Debbie was pretty confident with his picks going in. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, I think he's pleased with the big W, but uh, maybe not a surprise. Yeah, I, I certainly am pleased with myself. Yeah, <laughs> just just strutting around the house. Yeah, with the cats. He's strutting with the cats. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I, and you know, Debbie's uh, music festival picks had some select. We may see them come up tonight. There were some interesting ones. Um, you know, Steph, you had a little more of a tamer category in the backyard barbecue, although I didn't do very well that week either. So you never know. I had some very questionable picks, like you know, macaroni salad in the sun for two hours. So there's listen, anything is fair game. Um, we are drafting in this category the weakest link, which refers to a draft pick that is included in a, in a week and you know, but for that draft pick, AKA other than that draft pick, it was a really good week, but the person screwed it up with this one pick. So, you know, there's a, I think there's a lot of options on the board here. And if I'm being honest, I mean, I have first pick, so I can kind of, I can be honest. Uh, unlike the pandering picks where I clearly was the top of the chart here, Adam, you were quite popular in the weakest link pick category. Um, for me, there was a clear number one selection, uh, which it may not be to others, but I think this was, you know, for me, it was very clear. Uh, so I'll, I'll jump right in. And this was going back to the hot guy things week. Adam, I think you had a fantastic roster of picks. You had Ryan Reynolds, you had Chris Hemsworth and you had Bradley Cooper, all exceptionally good looking men. You had whiskey as a Hawkeye drink with a you know specific number of stones, which is you know very. It's I think it's a great choice, and you had a very you had a well fitted suit as a Hawkeye accessory, which I honestly think was probably the best pick of the like outside of the British accent. I think that was a fantastic pick. But then you fouled it up. You got to the one yard line and you just tripped over yourself and fumbled the ball, and that was the Hawkeye skill. So we had cooking, we had dancing, and you decided to go with carpentry. So I got to ask, what were you thinking? I feel like this category uh, is going to prove that I'm the Cleveland Browns of Drops and Drafts <laughs> podcast. Um, I thought it was like useful, like someone can build something with their hands and like it's kind of hot, like they're possibly making a boat. Uh, there was one show where someone was making a boat once and they were like the hot guy character. Um, I don't, I don't know. The, the backup one I had was uh, auto repair. So at least I'm happy I went with carpentry over auto repair. So yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't have many excuses. Steph, Steph and Debbie. What, uh, carpentry what? is definitely superior to auto repair. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah we've got to grant out of me that, you know. Also, like I do, I think that I thought carpentry was actually a pretty solid pick, but I think my... POV is different than yours, Timmy. So like maybe that's why you're deciding to kind of crap on this one. But I, I yeah. think he wins this week or or comes very close. Like because you were already very close to Nat when she went through. So I think if you picked, I genuinely think if you picked a better uh, and I think you got to go first too, which is what makes it even worse. I think if you picked a better Hawkeye skill. Again, listen, I don't want to say if you pandered a little bit, but if you pandered just a bit and went with something a little more mainstream, I think you clean that one up. And so I think that uh, I think you really had it in the bed. I thought you had five excellent picks. And then that one just stuck out like a sore thumb that you happened to hit with your hammer while you were building a chair. So I don't know. De de definitely fits the category. Uh, Tyer, but Ty goes to the guest. So yep. she won that week. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of me on my board as well. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Theme here. Yeah. Okay, Steph and Debbie, what do you have for your weakest link pick? Um, so this was a challenge. There were there were a few different contenders. Uh, if if we're being honest, you know, guitar ear, guitar hero is not our favorite Bartivity. Uh, 
for example, or uh, I don't have on yet. We have to. We can't give him away. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Good, well, we are not going to do too much more preamble before we get into our final answer. Uh, so, uh, what we really found to be a, a, a curious pick, anyways, was in the uh, the dream home category. Uh, the guest being Laura, and the unnecessary item. Uh, Steph, would you like to uh, to take it away? Yeah, I think the chat really nailed this earlier. We were trying to say, hey, to go, but the animal sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> like, it was, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm at a bit of a loss for words. Like, I, I would not want, you know, jaguars right next to me in my dream home, like yeah. kind of up in the treetops. It was. Yeah, it was. A, it was a very Carol Baskin answer. <laughs> my my counter to that, though, is like, was that a strong, solid draft other than that pick? I mean, uh, a treehouse in Costa Rica, you know, it could be saved. It could be saved until. uh you think that did it in? Uh, for me, that was the the least cohesive uh, answer. Yeah, Adam, how do you feel? That was definitely uh, our number one episode in terms of jaguar talk. Um, <laughs> so I can <laughs> can see it. Yeah, um, I think I think it probably like works for some people, but I think the animal sanctuary is uh, potentially a little out there. So I think. Uh, potentially lost some votes with that, which would fit into the biggest class category. So for this, I don't have a problem with it. I think there's uh, there's still a decent amount on the board. So I don't know if I'd put it in my like top five, but I think it's still a good pick. Fair, fair. I'd agree. I think there's I think I think there's some other ones. I mean, listen, to be fair, when I, I, I said carpentry and chat immediately said no. Uh, so I think yours is going to play better. So I'm not going to heavily criticize. I think there was other like, I, I don't know. I don't know if that was a strong enough week by itself, but I do agree that it was. I think I think once you once she hit the, that pick, it definitely kind of fell off like you like it's, you can't save it after that. Um, it was an interesting one. And we, again, we don't want to I don't want to bash our guests because we loved having her on. And uh, and she was uh, a very fun guest and it was a fun category. But I think that was a that, yeah, that was a tough pick. That was a tough pick. Um, Adam, how are you going to uh, how are you going to round that one out? Yeah, I'm going to go with one of my picks. Um, <laughs> okay. I think I was doing OK this week. Um, and this was week number eight. Um, I had. We were drafting a music video. Oh no, this yeah. is my I should have done this one. Yeah. I had I had the beach, I had doves, I had a wrecking ball. Um I had uh, champagne as a drink. I had the song Hero by Enrique Iglesias, and we had to have a celebrity cameo. And for some reason I thought it was a great idea to choose Danny DeVito as my celebrity <laughs> cameo. I was gonna put him on the wrecking ball. There was a bunch of talk about where the wrecking ball would actually be breaking through, but um, I think I was doing pretty well that week, and then I picked Danny DeVito, and I don't know what truly happened. I just kind of left the podcast, just looking myself in the mirror, being like, "What? What just happened out there? What happened?" So, I'll uh, I'll let Steph and Debbie take a first crack at this one. Uh, I mean, we we thought that uh, your Olympic pick was was a pretty uh, questionable one compared well. to Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito was hilarious i think all of us were we were referencing either in the chat or in the actual episode the um when danny devito dressed up in friends as the stripper and oh, yeah. 
And so like, it was like kind of a really hilarious tie-in that like this, you know, yeah. that character we had seen and you were like including him. Yeah, like at least for like a parody type music video, you know, he kind of plays like that uh, comedic foil and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And like, he has, he has some like pop cultural reference and, and relevance in, in that way. But uh, but for us, the body oil is an opening ceremony accessory. That was a superior answer. You know, that really tanked your Olympic pick for us. Oh, that was a great one. Oh, yeah. come on. Okay. I, I, uh, I actually had your music video as my number two weakest link, but I didn't have Danny DeVito because I, I agree with, with Debbie that Danny DeVito is a great parody counter to Miley Cyrus in, in doing that event i thought you dropped the ball with the song hero is a great song i like the song but i think i i think you you did re- I, I think every other part of that like you said the beach was a great scene doves were fantastic i didn't think of that for an animal for in a music video uh, i think wrecking ball was one of my was going to be one of my franchise picks i think wrecking ball was one of the best picks of the year and champagne obviously you can't go wrong with it. i thought you had a great week i just think hero didn't quite in the words of kitty cat slap like the other songs that were being picked. And so I think, I, I don't think DeVito was the problem. Um, but I, I know you walked away not liking that one. I, I think Chad liked that one myself. So, but that's uh, either way. It was, it was a solid week that you had. So you obviously stumbled somewhere. Um, and uh, maybe this is the start of your stumble now. I mean, listen, I'm collapsing. I'm <laughs> falling. Right. I'm four picks in and I'm doing awful. So that's <laughs> fine. You're doing great. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think that was you, you had you had a vision for sure. I think you just missed it. So it was uh, it was close. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well it, it, it seems like even reflecting on it, like I don't even know what went wrong with that one. <laughs> so I came second and I'm like, well, it was know, so. it was just one away. It was just one away. Um, all right. Well, Steph and Debbie, thank you both for coming on both in week 10 and week 19. We appreciated having you on and all of your support this year. Um, I know that you are shortly heading out to Adam's sunny state of California. And I know we're, we're all very excited for that. And uh, uh, hopefully we can come visit and come check it out. Um, and so thank you very much for coming on and, uh, and for all your support. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah. We've, we've had a good time. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Good luck with the rest of your picks. Thank you so much, Thanks. guys. We'll, we'll need it. So. <laughs> Good luck, Adam. <laughs> I believe in you, buddy. This uh, is your week. My brother-in-law, Maybe, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We got four down. Adam is at that stage where he's starting to, you know, maybe, uh, maybe falter. We don't know here. But we're bringing in some support for Adam in our fifth guest. So, producer Steve, once we get our fifth guest in here, uh, I can say with certainty that she is a former champion. She's the champion of week nine. She drafted a college party and she did very well getting 43% of the vote. It is Catherine from America. Catherine from America. How are you tonight? Hello. I'm so good. Um, this episode is just fire. I've, I've really, I'm feeling emotional at the end of this like season finale. Like this is like on par with me watching the Friends reunion. This is <laughs> this is pretty wild. <laughs> same, same cultural impact. The Friends one hundred percent season one finale of Drafts yeah. and Drafts. Yeah, same royalties. Yeah, it's all they're all yeah. equivalent for sure. Yeah, no. Uh, listen, Adam. Uh, Adam's off to a great start. 
But, uh, you know, he might have hit a snag in that last round. He needs little support. I mean, if you had any words of encouragement for him, what would you tell him? Um, I would say, Adam, stay the course. Drink more hops. <laughs> and Sage advice. Yeah. Very well yeah, said. Well, we, uh, you know, we appreciate you coming on. I mean, former champion again, another heavyweight here that we're uh, that we're up against. Uh, you know, that's uh, that college party. You know, I, I certainly got tranced. Um, I think uh, I think you had some really good picks in there. Um, and I think, you know, including that Bernie Sanders cutout. I love that one in hindsight. Yeah. Um, you know, I so to, you know, tonight's category that you're picking is most off the board and most off the board is essentially the most unexpected or wild or random or, you know, ridiculous pick in the sense that nobody was expecting that it was picked kind of out of left field and uh, it may have been good. It may have been bad, but it was definitely off the board. Uh, Did you feel that you had a lot of picks, like a lot of options here? Do you have a short list? You know, how did you feel when you were prepping your answers for this? Purely have like a a minimum of ten picks here. Uh, a lot of them have been <laughs> spoken for tonight, and I know we can duplicate. But honestly, there's just too many picks, too many good picks in this uh in this 19 episode review that um, I'm gonna keep it unique, and I'm feeling I'm feeling really good. All right, a lot of, a lot of randos out there. I agree. Yeah, and you got second pick here, so you're gonna get something early on. Hopefully, Adam, are you uh, are you ready to go here? I think so. I think this one was, uh, you could interpret it in a lot of different ways. Um, for me, I took it as something that there's, there's a few random ones out there that I think when they were said, I was like, oh yeah, that like kind of fits the category. It's just not even close to what I was thinking about. But one that I didn't even really feel like fit the category was uh, week 17. And it was a pick that our guest Kyla made. And it was a lunchbox snack. And so I think when you're thinking lunchbox snack, you're typically thinking Gushers. You're thinking fruit roll-up. You're thinking fruit by the foot, Dunkaroos. Like the list is pretty long on classic lunchbox snacks. What doesn't even cross that list for me is dry Chinese noodles. And so for the most random, I think I'm going to go dry Chinese noodles because everyone remembers like having it, but it's like, I don't even know if it fits that category. I don't like... Yeah, I, I was just so confused by it. Uh, we put it in the the recap video just because we were both like, what? Like, Gushers is still available, so I'm going to go with most random dry Chinese noodles. Catherine, what do you think? You know, I think I think everybody is their own authentic human being, and if you want to <laughs> eat dry Chinese noodles <laughs> as a snack and be, like, hopped up on MSG and sodium as a child, I think you go for it. Honestly, I'm I'm not certain that she's given it up as a snack yet. Like that's that girl's probably still running with it. Um, I, I can confirm. I can confirm that that my wife Catherine did have Mr. Noodles only less than a week ago. So, or I guess about a week ago. So, <laughs> listen, it's not out there. You know, this was also you know post vaccine, so she was feeling very under the weather, and she mm. just wanted. And look at that comfort food. So, but. Uh, yeah, sorry. I mean, sorry the soup interject. is okay. The soup, the soup is fine. I mean, it I was it was problem. cooked. You are correct. <laughs> it was it was a soup. <laughs> Let me make that clear. It was not raw. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's one of those things. Like when you were younger, sometimes you'd eat like raw, like pasta noodles, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you'd be like, oh, like 
but now if you ever try it you're just like this is weird this is weird what am i doing here so i uh um, i ate raw pastors at like a family event when we were like playing cards and i was just like chewing on them and everybody everybody's like this and it's weird it is weird you're just like munch but everybody thought i was the weirdest person in the world and so i've never heard anybody else in my life say that they've eaten raw pasta noodles i didn't think that was like a thing but you're have you done that it's not it's like when i was like eight yeah. Oh, okay yeah no, i was i was I, like 27 I, I, adult, I was like yeah. yeah i was an adult yeah, yeah. yeah. No, certainly not a thing also the thing about the powder on the raw noodles for me like really skews me out like are you gonna <laughs> liquid liquefying your mouth like it was just oh it it was it was a thing where we grew up though to eat them but i just like i would never want to like go back and revisit those moments in my life with other lunchbox snacks like you have that nostalgia of being like oh i'd love a gusher right now or something i i'd agree in terms of off the board it was extremely unexpected it it and you know we've had categories that are relatively open and that one was well that was kind of confined like there's a there is a, a a snack that fits the genre and a snack that does not i so i think it was a great pick from that sense i mean i think the pick was was good in the sense that like i remember eating them as a kid i remember eating them raw i i didn't mind them but yeah you're right i was like 12 and 13 i wasn't but i, I was it was super unexpected so i think it i think it's a good interpretation of the category um i still think she she did relatively well that week, but I agree that the feedback on that particular selection uh, was was a little bit off. Um, but hey, so I think, yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty solid choice. Uh, Catherine, you got to follow that one up here. I'm was that on your list? I'm, I'm guessing it was not. Um, it, it actually was in it my was. top 10 for sure. OK, um, but but I have others, so so we're good. Um, so with that, uh, my pick on the off the board random and really like it, it comes down to the the picker for me, like the chooser of this pick, because in 19 episodes, I've learned that you, Timmy McBits, have such <laughs> such opinions on <laughs> on vegetables, like calling carrots sugar sticks, oh. uh, saying that bananas are questionable because of the sugar content like it's. It's been a lot for me, and and really for me, this comes down to the summer barbecue episode, where you're you're nailing it for me. It's like sauces on a bun, even the macaroni salad in the sun doesn't bother me. The freezies, like my all time favorite dessert, but then as a non welcomed item, you choose a dipless veggie plant. <laughs> First of all, like <laughs> what happened to you? Who are you? <laughs> Tipless veggie platter. Because of all the things I imagine that are not welcome at a summer barbecue, a bunch of veggies on a plate without dip. Are not that offensive? (laughs) Not that offensive. Um, And then I just started thinking, like, honestly, at the grocery store since that episode, I've been like, here's like an arrangement of veggies. Like, do they need a dip with them? Should I buy extra dip? Like, all these things. So it's not so much that it was, you know, it's important for life. I think it's an important life lesson, but like at no point in any of, of that draft was I thinking like, oh, not welcome item, like throw in a dipless, 
dipless and stretchy <laughs> bladder. Like everybody's gonna be so on board with this pick. Like absolutely just weird. So okay, not that. But anyway, that that is that is my pick. That's that's a fair pick. I, that was a t- I, that was a tough category because you it was like what don't I want, and which is kind of like an infinite universe. But then you have to think about like what's realistic. What can people realistically bring over? Um, I listen when it comes to like if you put veggies on a tray like i would eat carrots without dip obviously i'd eat celery without dip um i don't really want raw bro like i'll eat raw block i don't want raw broccoli without dip i don't want cherry tomatoes by themselves which you frequently see i the there's a lot of things that i'm like i don't need dip like i'm not like you know but i'm just i'm just in my head i'm like what's the point but that being said yeah that's a fair that wasn't that bad like that that of all the things to bring to the but that like isn't and there's a reason i didn't win that week it's not that bad to bring if you brought a bunch of veggies that'd be like oh cool i can snack on these and like people will eat them so i did not have that on my list but that's uh that's a that's a fair the selection i did uh i i i eat carrots today yeah i know that's my wife my wife's in the chat and she's surprised about it but i have i did eat carrots today without dip so, so someone shows up with a platter of veggies without dip you're just like Get out. That's the door. Out. Get out. <laughs> this, is, this is unedible here. Yeah. You're either coming through the door with nothing in your hands or you're not coming through the door. No, it was, you're right. It was, it was, I spent a lot of time trying to think of that pick and I couldn't think of like, what don't I want? Cause it's just like a weird thing to, to be like, don't bother bringing this. But uh, yeah, fair choice. Okay. Adam, I'm sorry. I didn't give you a chance to agree, disagree. I, I think uh, I agree with, with uh, Catherine from America here um all our points i agree with um that was a bit of a tough category all the picks kind of had like caveats on them yeah so like some of them could be for uh could like taken as pretty random um like we had plain potato chips and a soggy caesar salad so the soggy caesar salad was a good was a good pick though yeah yeah, that was was probably the best pick of the the bunch yeah we definitely dropped the ball with that even plain chips i'm like that's okay better than raw broccoli but yeah um all right okay well most off the board for me uh this is just something that i was probably the most stunned by this pick of the whole year the whole season i should say um and that came from our very own producer steve and we were talking about who in the world is a fake good guy AKA somebody that pretends to be nice or, or do good things and they're not. And if so, you know, I said, I think I said, Toby Maguire is, I think, no. Um, they did. Yeah. did I say Toby Maguire? Okay. Yeah, he's like a gambling problem. Yeah. Kind of I know. I know you said Ellen, you know, sure. There. And then, and then producer Steve comes in <laughs> with the state counselor of Myanmar and minister of foreign affairs due to some certain practices that we're not going to get into because they're pretty awful topics. And I, I can't, I, I'm not going to try and pronounce her name because I, I don't know how, but uh, I, I just thought of all, you know, of all the whole world of pop culture and celebrity scandals and, and how people put on these facades and there's, there's stories and rumors. I don't, I, I, I could never in my life would I think about going all the way across the world for a politician that 99% of people in this part of the world haven't heard of. Maybe I could be, I'm probably over exaggerating that. I'm maybe I'm not very well educated on the subjects, but I just thought it was incredibly off the board. Like, like 
around the globe off the board. So uh, I'm going to go with Steve's selection of the Myanmar Minister of Foreign Affairs for the most off the board pick as a fake good guy. Did that kind of set a tone early on in that episode? That uh... Yeah, it did. We, we came back from pretty quick, but uh, it was definitely, it wasn't on my board. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that was threatening as a top selection from any of us. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a pretty, pretty random one. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like, if I'm being completely honest, that was my number one, but I didn't know how to pronounce the name. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. So I just Googled and copy pasted her position. And that's what I, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. I think Steve, uh, in Steve's, it's just, it, to Steve's credit, I think he actually, like, figured out how to pronounce it correctly and you know but that doesn't make the pick any better in my view get the producer back in here <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he's on next yeah. so i'll have to face that <laughs> in a second yeah yeah oh man yes i mean there's there's so many honorable mentions in this category too uh mostly from different rounds like I, I did research on the glass frog in preparation for this, but you know what? It, it had its moment, and I'm so glad <laughs> it did. Yeah, no, there is there was some other ones out there. There was the the Grimes and Elon cyborg pick from Debbie. There was the giant gnome made of little mm -hmm. gnomes from Tito. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought the Alec Baldwin dressed as Trump, dressed as a sexy devil, was pretty <laughs> off the board from Dozer. And then Adam's Donkey Kong climbing rule change, I also thought was very oh. off the board. So I had yeah, that, that one up there. Good. Yeah. So I, I had electrified wingsuit from that same draft as well. From Lisa? Yeah. Was like, Unexpected. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's options. Well, Catherine, I, we know you've been an incredibly avid supporter and listener uh, throughout the season. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you coming on and taking the time. Um, you're walking away. Uh, uh, a champion you know walking out of season one uh almost as many times as adam so that's pretty impressive <laughs> adam anything you want to say thanks thanks Dan. <laughs> thanks 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 Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> all right Catherine, take care we appreciate you we'll see uh we'll see you soon uh whew, okay one more to go steve if we can bring in well that's you you're the final guest here uh so why don't we unveil the man the mystery producer steve steve how are you doing Ong san su chi ah i i didn't just look it up obviously but if i had it would be uh i think that i, I might have forgotten okay well oh you picked both pictures all right i did cool. i did both pictures i did both pictures so yeah. steve you've done a great job tonight number one fantastic seamless you are on the ball i want to say thank you you've been perfect we could not ask for a better producer i know you have extensive producer experience uh, i do you know in your in your um engineering education but you know yep. you, you've been uh, you've been great so thank you so much um it's all true we uh we are into our last category and we're doing most underrated pick so most or sorry i should say most underrated draft week let me correct that so most underrated draft week we look at somebody's whole week of picks and it, we, you know, something that we think went unappreciated in the course of the draft. So maybe it finished second or third, but we're looking for, you know, those hidden gems of draft weeks that didn't get as much recognition as they should have received. Uh, we thought this would be fun to go for a whole week instead of just one selection. 
Um, well, really credit to Steve for coming up with that suggestion. So, um, Adam, do you think there's a lot of options here? What did you find when you were searching? Uh, so we had to pick from people who lost. So a lot of me in there once again. Um, but, but I have three here, so I'll be happy with any of the three. So. And I just say, I think it's really brave of you guys. You know, people say save the best for last and you did. You save the best possible person for you to compete against for last. Uh, uh, just based on statistically, uh, you know, uh, available evidence. Uh, I I am, as we all know, the lowest except for Timmy scoring uh, person in the entire season. So, yeah, I think that's brave of you guys. You know, if we add up your worst week and my worst week, we don't even total Adam's average week. So we got we got a lot of work to do on this one. Steve, you've been Excellent. listening. How do you think? Uh, how do you think it's been going for the guests and for Adam and for me? Well, so as someone as someone on the guests team, I would say uh, I'm not even sure what you two have been picking because <laughs> it's clearly it's clearly been guests all the way. Do I do I know what all of their picks were? No. Does it matter? No. They're my teammates. Oh, that's uh, I like the support. I like the uh, the uni uniformity here. The uh, you know, you're repping, you're repping the, the jersey. Um, I can say we got a question from Tito in the chat. Tito, you were uh, you were 16% of the vote to Steve's I, 14. Yep. So it was it was quite close. You were you were right there in terms of uh, in terms of low performances. But uh, yeah, you know, that's yep. OK. We don't uh, we only really care about who finished worst. Right. That's what this draft's about. I, I also hate at minute 83 of the podcast. Steve throws out a rallying cry and. Now we probably both definitely lose. So. <laughs> yeah, I think look, look, I think I think what's most important is that you lose based on your own merits and you not try and blame it on something else. Okay. Rule one of drafts and drafts is blame it on anything else. So yeah, absolutely. Number of hops. Yeah. Um, Timmy. Yeah. Yeah, but this this category is tricky because it uh, it is it it's it's most underrated draft and it was originally most underrated draft pick but the the trick with that is that it, it means that you're coming in and saying hey um all you people who voted first of all thanks for voting second of all you were wrong let me tell you why and i can completely understand why you might be interested to hear what timmy and adam have to say on that um but i think there's absolutely no reason you'd be interested in hearing what i think no. You thought was wrong, which was obviously Hong Sung. Gee, I already forgot how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, so, so we switched it to most underrated draft as a whole. And so I'm, uh, I think I got the board here, right, Adam? You do, yeah. Okay. So as much as it pains me, I'm, uh, there was a couple good ones out there for sure. I got five on my list, but we've talked a little bit about two of them already and how I like two of them. So I'm going to go with something we haven't talked at all about tonight. And it pains me, but I have to go with one of Adam's weeks, and that is Adam's bucket list week. Um, so, you know, this was an odd week because it was one of the rare mid-season episodes where it was just him and I doing it. Uh, it was a 59 to 41 vote, Timmy to Adam E. But I think Adam had a great selection. Uh, so he picked for things he wanted to do. He picked an African safari, which is a great bucket list item, if we're being honest. He picked Hawaiian spear fishing as his other to-do item, which... If we're being like, again, who wouldn't want to go to Hawaii and spearfishing? That sounds like a fun experience. Uh, he picked going to the Super Bowl for things he wants to see, which I don't think there's really anybody, whether or not you like football, who doesn't want to go to a Super Bowl uh, for things he wants to taste. He picked pizza in Italy and specifically Naples, which, again, I love pizza. I love Italy. I would love to do that. 
uh, for things he wants to hear. It was a Beyonce concert, which come on, let's be real. Queen Bee can still rock it today. And she could, she has in the last 20 years. And finally for uh, Wildcard, which I think is one of the most underrated picks overall, just due to the creativity, he picked Personal Parade. And I think this was in Nash, uh, uh, New Orleans, New Orleans. And like, let's be real here. Like, I, I thought that was super fun, super creative, realistic, because it's not even like expensive. And that actually it would be a super fun thing to do. So overall, I think that was a really, really solid week. Um, and from top to bottom, I think there's no weak picks in there. So that's going to be my my most underrated week. I, I looked it up before that week, and I think it was 400 bucks for the parade. Which is like is a little steep, but like, when are you gonna have a parade? Yeah, for yourself ever, That's and like true. you can invite your friends, yeah. get a few people in there and split it, and it's like, hey guys, we get to have a parade in New Orleans. It's gonna be sixty bucks. You're like, yeah, I'd do that. This yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah. So and no, then they all they all show up. Turns out it's for you and none of them. But it's a good one. If you were like, if you were like throwing like a birthday party though, wouldn't that not be like a fun birthday event for yourself? Just to be like, guys, we're doing a parade for me. Be, I think that'd be a good time. O- open container loss. So you can like stop, like go into a bar, grab a drink, yep. come back out, continue on the parade. Yeah. No, I, that's I, like that's, that's on my real bucket list. I think I think we just overall, you and I had really good weeks that week. I think you would have crushed me. I think I had a good. I just had a good week as well, and it could have gone either way. So I got to give you props for that one, uh, Steve. What do you think? Yeah, I mean that one. That one's fine. You picked a week with with two people where where you're saying it was underrated to get to get forty one percent of the vote. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good amount. Well, not when there's two uh, people. Well, it's still a pretty good amount. He also picked pizza in Naples, which, yeah, I get it. It's the home of pizza, but, like, maybe people have done it better. <laughs> okay. uh, Steve um, doesn't love it. Okay. No, no, African Safari is amazing. Spearfishing is like, no, nah, I can't hold my breath that long. Sorry. You don't hold uh, your breath. In, do you hold your breath in spearfishing? I don't yeah, I, know. You I do. think you do, though. I, you kind of like you're like kind of snorkeling and yeah, then you I, dive down. Oh, I thought you snorkeled. I didn't so, know you were like so that. I'm, okay. So I'm always, I, I yeah. So I mean, I'd only be able to spearfish in the shallow end, and and that would be in this case of of the ocean. Um, that's a pretty limited part of the ocean. Uh-huh. So. All right. Well. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Well, you you got you you built you built uh you got it sounds like you got one ready to go here. That's gonna. I don't I don't like that you've built it up. Like I definitely have a better pick. I mean, you built you talked that one down, which which implies that you got something that's gonna just lay it on its uh lay it on its that, ass here. So what? That is saying you don't know how to spearfish. It's basically in the name. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, so so my pick for most underrated, and I don't want this to go to to go to anyone's head, obviously. But my my pick for most underrated would would actually be Adam as well. Uh, Adam doesn't win very much E, um, but it's week six Olympics. Oh, he got thirty five percent that week, and and that's pretty good. Uh, Lisa got fifty three. But uh, look, couch expert, I think is a wash. Y'all picked good things. Main event, golf and soccer. That's that's an easy one. You you picked sports that you've played before, Adam. Adam goes with four-man bobsled. <laughs> That's not a sport he's played before. But more pick. importantly, did, was it a terrible pick? It was though? a terrible pick. Because golf and soccer, golf and soccer. No, no offense, and I'm sorry, chat slash Lisa. Uh, golf and soccer. I'm sorry, 
would not go well for those people. But four man bobsled, what do you, what do you need to be specifically, as he said in the episode, the fourth man of four man bobsled? Or sorry, the yes. second man, the second man of four man bobsled. Uh, you, what you need to be is is heavy, and you can do that. So I think that was that was excellent. Remove Nordic Combine, find body oil. Everyone saw the person from Tonga. Everyone wants more person from Tonga. There's there's no world where that's not true. And also Donkey Kong. I mean, allow PEDs. We can forget that because that was ridiculous. But but a climbing competition where someone is dropping stuff down at the same time. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Drinking team, nobody cares. But for the most part, I mean, I, I think people very much under underrate how much thought went into second man of four man bobsled as someone who is not very athletic there used to be a rule saying you couldn't wait sorry they implemented a rule saying you putting in weight limits for bobsled because uh, uh, someone figured out that it's best to just be the heaviest team so adam's saying i want to be the person who sits in the back who doesn't steer but also the person who runs the least at the start and jumps in the sled first the thought that goes into that fantastic I think that was hard, much better I, than seeing so, some very, very amateur people do. Uh, I hard disagree. Hard soccer. disagree. I can, I can finish eighteen holes. Adam cannot guarantee me he won't trip and wipe out his entire team when he's sprinting on ice with Olympic level sprinters. Like I think that's way more difficult than people think it is. That first like eight nope. seconds is so hard. Uh, I, I don't think anyone's saying it's not difficult. Anyone, anyone saying when you finish on on day five of the three day golf tournament? <laughs> no, come on. But Adam has sat in the sled and 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 still finished like top five. All I right. think uh, I hard, think he's got this. Hard disagree on that one. Um, I, go Steve, ahead, go I ahead. couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> great, great pick here. Um, a lot of thought went into that second man. Uh, Timmy keeps saying eight seconds. I'm the second guy. I only need four. Um, and yeah, like someone saying in chat, uh, Tito, if he feels himself slipping, jump in. And then at the end, when we're at the press conference being like, our, our timing wasn't right today. Uh, you know, obviously, we need to get better at that as a team. The least, yep. least embarrassing thing is second man in a... Uh, I can just imagine the death clears you're going to get from your teammates when you're like, we, we need to do, we need to be more coordinated as a team. Meanwhile, you're like falling look, over and trying to climb into the sled. I, look, I, look, the coach, the coach should have picked a better team. No one's no one's arguing with that. Yeah. But if you have to be in there somewhere, second man in the bobsled is is the place. I think, to it, be. I think it was creative. I just I just think I know that I could like I, I could go out there in the Olympics and shoot 120. I'm still getting it. I'm still finishing. I don't know if Adam can not trip over you, it. You don't you don't think Adam can sit in the sled know. and wait until I it think gets you can sit once he's in. He's fine. It's it's the it's the lead up and the getting in. That's the problem. I think if he starts in the sled, he's still doing great. Well, one day we might have to we might have to really say though, though it'll look really awkward, but I yeah. <laughs> still doing great. All right, Adam, you got to wrap this up. This is our last pick of season one, the season finale, the final selection, most underrated week. Adam, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going with uh, something that got 19 percent of the vote. And I think it was a it was a pretty good week overall. Um, pizza was involved. Paul Rudd was involved, and that was Timmy's uh, ideal weekend getaway. So he had New York City, a baseball game, a comedy club, pizza, Paul Rudd, and he's drinking White Claws. So all round, 
White Claws might be a little weak, in my opinion. If that had been swapped for beer, I would have been a little bit more happy. But beer. all around. Didn't beer get taken before me? I, I think it... I think it got I'm taken first. Sure it, it, Anyways, yeah. it, it, it absolutely did by the person suggesting this, right? Yeah, now. I think but you took beer hard. first overall, for the record. Yeah, but, but, but overall, I thought that was a good week and, like, needs more than 19% of the vote, in my opinion. So, just like a... That's just that's what you want to do in New York, and you're hanging out with Paul Rudd. So <laughs> it got 19. percent I think that's a good pick. So I appreciate that. I was surprised how poorly I did. Um, I, you know, I I thought you and I would at least be we, like we've all been there, being surprised how poorly we did. You know, I didn't think I would get beat by you by double digits percentage of voting. Like I thought you and I were going to be at least close. Um, but no, I I. Uh, I think that might have been a case of the Timmy McBitties jumping ship for Rosie, uh, considering that she pulled in a whopping 51% that week with uh, her Nashville trip. But uh, you know what? I'm really glad we're ending the season on you on you complimenting my, uh, my one of my lowest performing weeks. So I appreciate that. Steve, what do you think? Is that a good choice? Yeah, I... I... I had a, I was very much a, a, a toss up on on that week. I thought I thought you guys all did pretty well, but definitely that wasn't that wasn't a performance deserving of nineteen percent. I, as much as I'd like to argue, that that's a pretty good pick. All right, pretty good pick. All right, well, producer Steve, we want to say again, thank you so much for sticking around for organizing all this. We really appreciate it. Um, make sure you're hanging around in the call just uh, just for uh, later on, but. You did a fantastic job. Um, can't thank you enough. And, uh, and you know, we really appreciate all the help. Um, you know, hope you had fun. And, um, you know, I listen, I think you did. I think you, you made a good pick. I'm glad you got to come in. I know, you know, you obviously you and I have had some rough weeks, so maybe we'll make a little redemption here and it'll go a little bit better, but, uh, either way, um, I think you, uh, I think you did a great job. Yeah, you, you guys did. You know, like I'll, I'll, I'll write too, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, okay. Thanks, <laughs> well, that, uh, that formally, uh oh, we need, there we go. All right, we're back. Um, that formally, uh, wraps up, that wraps up our selections for the season finale. Um, Adam, do you want to do a summary? Or are we just gonna, we're just gonna jump over that. We can do it. Yeah. All right. I'll let you start with the, uh, why don't you start with your selections uh, and then we'll jump back to mine. Yeah. So worst overall, I went green Jay single pick winner, uh, Brian rod, most pandering matching bridesmaid dresses, weakest link, Dan DeVito, most off the board, dry Chinese noodles and most underrated draft week was Timmy's New York city trip. All righty. Uh, I had Jay Carper as a rival for what were you thinking? I had the British accent as uh, a Hawkeye accessory for the franchise pick. I had Mean Girls for the Dirty Little Secret as my most pandering pick. I had Carpentry Skrills for Hawkeye Things as my weakest link pick. I had the State Counselor of Myanmar and Minister of Foreign Affairs for the most off the board and most underrated draft week. I had Adam's bucket list. And then for the guests. Yeah, for what were you thinking? They had Glass Frog for franchise pick. They had Infinity Pool. For most pandering, they had Jim. Uh, for weakest link, they had the Animal Sanctuary. For most off the board, the Dipless Veggie Flatter. And the most underrated draft week was Adam's Olympic Draft. Very nice. And then to, to sum up our beers, I got to say that the, the beer was 
it was beer. It was good. I liked it. I would have it again. Um, when it doesn't tell me what fl- flavor profile to look for, I'm pretty open. And it was just, it was crisp. It was cold. It was delicious. Uh, it honestly had a little more flavor than I was expecting. It wasn't like a plain lager. It had a little bit of kick to it. Um, and uh, and of course, you can't go wrong with the can. Very solid. So I thought it was great. How was, uh, how was your six hop beer tonight? I was good. Pineapple came through. Uh, hops kind of played with each other a little bit. Overall, pretty good. I uh, was happy with it. Would would drink again, and we'll probably drink again on the summer break. So there you go. And so yeah, as we said, we're going to take a month or a break for a month or two. We'll we'll let you know. We'll we'll uh, post an update uh, about exact timing of returning for season two. Um, listen, what can we say? Those of you that are that are still, you know, st- watching live, and for those of you that are listening. Uh, Again, we love doing this. We love having you around. We love your your opinions. We love your your uh, your messages, um, and your support and your votes. It, it means so much to us. Uh, Twenty weeks has flown by. It's been super fun having uh, all the guests on. You guys have been wonderful. Uh, you far exceeded our expectations in terms of reception and participation, and so we can't thank you enough. Um, you've been fantastic. And uh, um, Adam, I mean, anything you want to say before we uh, before we sign off? Yes, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, means a lot, and uh, one of the best parts of my week is I have two. One of them is getting to hang out with Timmy every week, and number two is uh, getting like a text or a message, being like, "Oh, what were you thinking with this pick?" Or so uh, that always means a lot. So we appreciate everyone for listening for sure. Yeah, and I got you know the lot agreed. Um, you know, Adam and I live in on opposite sides of the continent. This has been wonderful to stay in touch and to. You know, just have something to look forward to and to reconnect with all of you that have come on and all of you that have participated. So it's been it's been great, especially during a obviously a pandemic. And so, um, you know, with that, uh, the picks have been made and the keg has run dry. Uh, You know, we'll be back next season. Thank you all so much for the support. Stay safe, stay healthy. We hope you have a great summer and we'll be back soon. Please take care. Have a good night. See you guys.